What is up? What is going on, good people? Today, it's Tuesday. This is the Couch Potato Podcast. And this is probably the last one for me for the year. I know there's going to be a lot to talk about in the upcoming year. But, you know, we shall see what's going on. How y'all doing? It's your boy, Daydrin. Again, this is the Couch Potato Podcast. And I'm excited so much to talk about um, why the Clippers are being investigated on getting Kawhi Leonard to, man, cops still shooting people in the back, unarmed blacks in the back. So, also we're going to talk about the NFL and also the Pittsburgh Steelers lost again to the Cincinnati Bengals. Still a nation, I'm coming for you. Still a nation, I'm coming for you today. Woo! All right, so... I'm finally done Christmas shopping. That's a good thing. Um, now I can just kind of kick back and watch all the, well, the Die Hard movies. Because those are Christmas movies, movies in case you didn't know. But yeah, man, I'm excited today because today the NBA season officially begins. And the, the Lake Show, LeBron, AD, Montrez Harrell, Mark Gasol, Dennis Schroeder. All of them boys, Kyle Kuzma, get ready to defend their, I'm sorry, they get, they're getting ready to begin their title defense. So I'm, I'm jumping straight to the NBA. Also, the, uh, the, the new, the 2021 nominations for the Hall of Fame have came out, and they got Paul Pierce, Lauren Jackson from the Seattle Storm, former player from Seattle Storm, Yolanda Griffith. Also played in the WNBA for the Sacramento Monarchs. Doug Collins, who's, who's worthy of it. And Michael Cooper for the Lakers. Um, outside of Paul Pierce talking out the side of his neck, I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, he keeps talking how LeBron and KD, how they went about getting their rings. You know, they had to go to another team to do it. But he did it in Boston. Well, that's only because KG and Ray Allen came to Boston. You didn't have to go anywhere. So, and to be quite honest, you was not going to win the championship without the, without those two. I mean, you'd have made the playoffs every year, but you was not going to win the championship with just you and Rondo and Kendrick Perkins and some of those other guys. Like, come on, stop playing. But, yes, I'm excited. The NBA season kicks off. I'm so excited because basketball is my thing. I love it. Can't live without it. It, you know, it drives me. It's just something about a three-pointer or getting dunked on or a block shot or just how the offense moves like poetry in motion. Basketball is just one of the most creative things ever created. So, the Clippers are being investigated because there was saying that there was some investigation saying that Kawhi Leonard's uncle or somebody swayed him to go to the Clippers, and Kawhi Leonard came straight out and said, "No one swayed me to do anything. It was my decision." But you know, he said it's just like another family family member just trying to get some money. Like, come on, like, I I, I never seem to understand how. Someone who you've been around for so long, or not say so long, growing up and watch them do this and do that, 
and you want to take a piece of the pie when they become famous. No, that, that, that's, that's not for you to decide. So you want to try to throw stuff out there just so you can try to get compensated for something because you feel like you, you helped something happen. Uh, I have a few cousins that I thought they were going to go to play professional sports, but they took a different route. And I've always told them, hey, when the time comes and you, you know, get a financially amount of money, when you when you get a fin- uh, certain amount of money in your pocket, take care of your mother is always what I always told them. I say, don't worry about everybody else. Everybody else will be all right because what was they doing be- before you got this money? And I even tell young people that now, like, you know, if you have the potential to be famous, whether it's playing sports or an actress, actor, or singer, or whatever you decide to do in your career, a lawyer, doctor, I always take care of your mom. I always take care of your dad if, if your dad is actively involved in the picture. But everybody else, no. Yeah, you was around them, but they, they're not obligated to give you anything. I mean... In some instances, you know, the child is not obligated to, you know, take care of their parents if they, they, they don't want to. But for an uncle to come out and say, you know, well, for whatever reason he said, you know, Kawhi Leonard came out and said he's just trying to get some money like any other family member. And I think that's why probably why Kawhi Leonard is so reserved and he's always about, you know, just playing basketball. I know that's probably why he still has this old truck. Or he drives old vehicles because one he well I mean well he can pay them off no matter if it was an old car or a new car or whatever but he's he's very private for for that reason you know everybody want to say that they family and things like that and I'm like just because you family don't mean you you deserve a piece of the pie if I had if I had a famous professional athlete cousin uncle or somebody like that I'm not gonna be like oh. I, I contributed to you being successful. No. I may have gave you some hints, but I'm not going to be like, oh, I deserve a piece of the pie for it. No, that's not your place. It's not your place. But let that person decide what they're going to do with their money. It's their money. <laughs> so any young athlete out there that's, or I'm going to say any young person that's out there who wants to do something better for themselves because they seen what it was like struggling and things like that, go for it. And if anyone outside of your parents, if they're, you know, if they're involved in your life outside of your parents, try to sway you to, to say, Oh, well, I, I help you do this. I help you with your jump shot or I help you with this when you were studying and things like that. no, no, oh, I always knew you was gonna make it big and things like that. No, no, nah, you don't. You don't get nothing, nothing. Not a now nutter. Also, um, Kyrie Irving was found pouring sage on the court against the Celtics in the preseason, and I'm like, what's up with that? Um, he does it because he's part Native American, and he does it for energy or whatever. Uh to release energy or whatever. I, I'm i not too sold on it. That's not something I would do uh, as a ritual or whatever to get ready to play in the basketball game. Um, I think all the opposing teams should be like, nah, don't do that on our court. Because although we don't know what his religious release or or something that he, he just does, 
Like, nah, we don't want that. You know, you, you, you do it on your own time or whatever the case may be. But don't do it on on our court. I wouldn't let Kyrie Irving come to my house and pour sage over. Nah, we, my family operates with, with a different kind of spirit and energy. And it's not the one that he's he's claiming that he has. So, also, the Rockets have expanded their options to trade Harden. The Denver Nuggets, the Toronto Raptors, and the Celtics are all in the running for James Harden. Him going to Denver, they would have to obviously probably get rid of Jamal Murray and Michael Porter for, you know, for James Harden's service as well as draft picks. Um, I know with Toronto, they'll definitely have to get uh, let go of Pascal Siakam. And for Boston, I believe it's Jalen Brown. They'd have to get rid of and also draft picks or whatever. So, so um, I don't know. Like, I'm James Harden, James Harden. Like, I'm I'm not sold on him all of a sudden now because you had Dwight Howard ran him off, had Chris Paul ran him off, got Westbrook. Now he ran off. Now you got John Wall and you don't want to play. You, you still want to be traded. I'm like, oh, like, is there, is there anybody you want to play with other than, in, 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 other than it involving you dribbling the ball 20 seconds off the shot clock and you pass it to get rid of it or you get it back with a half a second left and you got to throw it up and hope it go in. I mean, I get it that it's a miss or make league. However, like, no, I'm I'm not sold on that. So, uh, I I hope whatever trade goes through, and then now Houston fans are like, hey, get rid of him. He don't want to be here. Let let's let's get let's get him out of here. Okay, bye. Chunk up the deuces. So, tough break. Um, Luke Kennard is staying with the Clippers. He just signed a four-year deal for $64 million. OG Ananobi is the aunt, uh, and Derek White are staying with their respective teams with the Raptors and the Spurs. They both signed a four-year $72 million contract. So, it's a lot going on. And tonight's games, you got the Warriors going to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Going to Brooklyn to play the Nets. And the Clippers and the Lakers renew. Now, it's not even a rivalry. Because the Lakers have always dominated the Clippers. Um, so the Lakers and the Clippers are playing tonight. I'm going to do my best to try to watch both of them games because it's the season open. It's just like for football or open the day in baseball. Like it's, there's an excitement. There's a feeling. Also, there's the ring ceremony. Um, can't wait to see these rings that the Lakers are about to get. It's probably going to be like 17 diamonds inside for the 17 championships, which if – if all goes well, the basketball gods will have the Lakers win their 18th and be ahead of the Clippers. I mean, I'm sorry, not the Clippers, the Celtics for for the most championships in uh, NBA history. And it's good to be a Laker fan. I can say that it's good to be a Laker. <laughs> so here in Houston, young girl has ornaments of, of blacks that were killed. And, of course, you know. There's always some hate. Um, and of course, of course, y'all know I like to read the comments about, you know, what people are saying and things like that. How 
oh, this little girl is misinformed and things like that. Her parents should do better, this and that. Well, the parents of these cops that shooting these unarmed black, these unarmed blacks should do better, uh, have better judgment, have better training, have better do do better, you know, with how they handle um, dealing with blacks. We're we're all we are all not criminals just because you see us. We're all not a threat. You don't have to walk the other way as if we're going to do something to you. I'm pretty sure 99% of the time we're not even thinking about you. Well, take it back. Maybe 98%. That 2% is the ones who actually try to do something. So, like, let her be. If our parents allowed it, you know, that's their household. I, I've learned a long time ago that I can never worry about what someone is doing in their household or whatever. So whatever someone is doing in their household, let them do in that household. And let me run my household the way I run my household. That's point blank, period. I remember, um, I'm going to share this real quick. Then I'm going to give you all the predictions. My NBA predictions that I forgot to bring up. Um, I remember a few years ago, um, my wife posted on Facebook about how uh, my oldest daughter wants a, wanted a cell phone. And I was on the fence. As to why she can, well, I was saying no right off the bat. Now she don't need a phone, you know. She she just fine, you know, not having a phone just because everybody else got a phone. Don't mean you, you need to have a phone. And what's crazy, I told her, I said if the other children live in our house and live with us, they wouldn't have a phone either. So it's not like I'm doing it out of spite or whatever. So one of her friends post uh, made a comment was like, so why she can't have a phone other than other than because I said so. I said well. I pay the bills in this house, number one. I pay the bills in this house. Number two, I pay the bills in this house. And number three, um, unless you're going to con contribute to what we're putting into this house, you ain't got no say-so. So, I boom, I left it at that. And that was the end of that conversation. Like, people run their household the way they do. Let them run it the way that they do. Period. All right, so my NBA predictions. Um, MVP, and these are predictions. Just don't know if it's going to happen or not. MVP is either going to be LeBron or AD. They probably might give it to Giannis because they may or may not have a better record. Um, I think Milwaukee record is going to kind of drop a little bit. I don't think they're going to have the best record, even though they're playing in the East. I don't think they're going to have the best record in the league. Also, defensive player of the year. Anthony Davis, he should have won it last year, just like LeBron should have won MVP. Because truthfully, LeBron could win MVP every year. But, you know, because we see how valuable he is to a team. Just ask the Cavaliers. Um, rookie of the year, LaMelo Ball. Sixth man, Montrez Harrell. And going to the Eastern Conference Finals, the Nets versus the Heat. I'm going to say the Nets are probably winning seven. The Mavericks and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to say the Lakers in six. And the Nets and the Lakers in the finals. I'm going to pick the Lakers in seven. It's going to be good for matchup. Now, this is boring. Everybody stays healthy, right? You know, that's how you got to look at it. As long as everybody's healthy, you know, it, it'll be, you know, it, it'll be you know, kind of what I expected it to be or what some of us hope for. So college football fallout 
um, championship games have been played, and the committee. I'm sorry, they they are uh, the worst. Every last one of them they picked the four teams to be in. Now, obviously, Alabama, Clemson deserve to be there. They won a championship game, and they deserve to be in. However, you know, we can never know how good a team is until you put them in that opportunity. So the three seed goes to Ohio State, which although they won a championship, they only played six games. And they don't look like the team that, that's going to challenge Clemson um, on the first. That's that. And Notre Dame, I don't think they, they, they didn't just lose to Clemson. They got manhandled. They got beat bad. They lost 34 to 10. And they didn't get that touchdown until in the fourth quarter. Middle of the fourth quarter at that. Like, they got dominated. And you still put them in the fourth seed. Like, like, and and them should be playing. But they was like, oh, we, we don't want to see uh, Alabama and A&M play each other again. Well, we don't want to see Alabama cremate, oh, I'm sorry, cream Notre Dame, but that's what we're about to get. A&M should be in. I think Cincinnati should be in. They play more, they play more games than, than Ohio State. But we want to let Ohio State in because it's Ohio State football and blah, blah, blah. Okay, There's, Ohio State hasn't won a national championship since since twenty since twenty fourteen. It's twenty twenty now, and they still haven't won, and they're not going to win. And I, I don't knock Justin Fields, I don't knock some of the players on that team, but they don't look like the same team that played it just a year ago. Granted, they had J.K. Dobbins and a couple other players, um, Chase Chase Young who I think should be Defensive Player of the Year. But I'll get to that later. So, yeah, Pac-12 championship game. The Oregon Ducks beat the USC Trojans. Um, them, The USC Trojans, them getting behind, kind of hurt them in the end. Sorry. It, it just really, really did them in. It just caught up with them. So, that was that. Also, the Buckeyes won, obviously. They won a championship. That's why they still the three um the, the three seed or whatever in the play in the playoff. The Oklahoma Sooners won 27-21. Um back to Ohio State. Trey Sermon ran for 331 yards on 29 carries with two touchdowns. He played lights out. Um can't say any, can't really speak for anybody else. If it wasn't for him, they probably would have lost. Oklahoma, like I said, Oklahoma won 27-21. Clemson won 34-10. Like I said previously, um, Trevor Lawrence, 25-36. Ooh, excuse me. 322 yards passing, two touchdowns, and 90 yards rushing with a touchdown as well. So maybe he may or may not have solidified his Heisman talk, but that's for another conversation. Um... The, the Crimson Tide beat the Gators 52-46. That game was probably one of the better games all year. It was a back-and-forth match, but uh, Alabama just had just enough oomph to keep the, the Gators from, from beating them. 
Um, Mac Jones, 33 of 43, 416 yards passing, five touchdowns. Um, also, Najee Harris had 178 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and 67 yards receiving with three touchdowns. So he had a field day as well. And Devontae Smith, please just give him the Heisman now. I think he should win Heisman. Obviously, it's not on me to decide who wins the Heisman. If it was, I would be without a doubt Devontae Smith, who had 15 catches for 184 yards and two touchdowns. And Kyle Trask didn't play bad. He just ran into a team that was that's high powered. You know, Kyle Trask was twenty six to forty, four hundred and eight yards passing with three touchdowns. Um so also um the Cincinnati Bearcats won 27-24 against the Tulsa Golden Hurricane uh, Hurricanes. And I'm just I'm just in shock that that Cincinnati's not getting no love. Like, Desmond Ritter played play well. I'm not I'm not going to say that he should be in the Heisman talk. Well, you know what? I'm going to throw him in there. They're undefeated. Desmond Ritter should be in the talk for Heisman as well. 19 to 29, 269 yards passing, one touchdown, 83 yards rushing, and one touchdown. So, clearly, who, who got robbed? Cincinnati, Texas A&M. Um, you know, Shoot, we even said a couple of years ago when LSU played Alabama, we didn't want to see LSU and Alabama play each other for a national championship. But, hey, that's what we got because LSU had already beaten Alabama. But that's what we got, right? So it's like A&M should be the four or the three, and Cincinnati should be the four. That's, the, that, that's my playoff pick. Alabama one, Clemson two, A&M three, Cincinnati four. You don't like it, oh well. And for the teams that's not playing in the playoff, I wouldn't even play in in that uh, championship game. I mean, in that in that bowl game. Like, there's no need to play in it. Why? Like, you got robbed, and you know, the NCAA want to make money off these players, but you don't want to pay them, and you want and like you know, you want to diss the team because. They're not playing up to whatever standards you you think they should be, or because they're they're not part of the uh, Power Five conferences. No, it should be just like the NCAA the you know, NCAA basketball tournament. You know, teams get in. Let's 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 see what they can do. So there was a high school game, playoff game here in Texas, that caused a lot of controversy. I believe it was Lindale High School and I think LBJ High School. And LBJ, I believe, was up 28 to 7. And and I was like, and they ended up losing 31-28 because they got 16 flags in the second half. 16 flags in one half. That's a lot of flags. And, yeah, that's controversy behind it because how do you throw 16 flags? Like, and, you know, for, and I've been hearing people say, oh, it's because of this, it's because of that. You know, it was, you know, false starts or things like that. You know, 
personal files. And I was even told that some of it's like, it's, it's, it, it, these weren't judgment calls. Well, personal file is a judgment call, depending on how it's viewed. Because there are a lot of times when you look at the, let's say, a running back or a wide receiver who dipped their head, and the player is, is already committed to trying to go for their waist, but the offensive player dipped their head, and then they're, they're flagged for a head-to-head. So that's a judgment. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. If a team is up, if a team is up 28-7 and you throwing flags here, flags there, you are taking away the the game of the and of course, you know, these comments you see. Um I don't I don't I'm not gonna say Lindell's an all white school, but a lot of people was like I always say don't don't leave it don't leave it in the hands of the refs. I'm like, well, if you watching a game and like now you know, if you're watching a game and you see, like, oh, yeah, that's a bad call. No, but, you know, if it's your team that's playing, you know, you don't, you want to see them, you know, you want to see them win or whatever at all costs. But, like, for, like for a, person, a person that's like me, regardless of our root for a team or not, if it's a bad call, it's a bad call. I'm not going to be like, oh, that was the right call or blah, blah, blah. No. If it's a bad call, it's a bad call. Period. I mean, <laughs> that's in any sport. So, all right. NFL Week 15. A lot of games. Thursday. Thursday night game, the Chargers beat the Raiders 30-27 to in overtime. Um, that's, that's all I can say about that. The Chargers won. Justin Herbert. It's probably going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, the way he's been playing. Joe Burrow got hurt, so that takes him out of the running. Justin Herbert um, is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Panthers and the Packers play Saturday. Packers won 24-16, and Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, we we didn't play our best game in the second half. We got to do better, which – that's kind of what you expect to hear from a future Hall of Fame quarterback. You expect him to, to talk about, you know, you know where we lack that and things like that. And the Bills, who have won the AFC East division the first time since, whew, since last century <laughs> or last millennial. Anyway, they won 48-19. Josh Allen. 28 of 40, 259 yards passing, two touchdowns. Also, the 49ers lost to the Cowboys, 41-33. How about them Cowboys? We're on the two-game winning streak. And, yes, they still have a chance to make the make the playoffs. If they win out, they, they can get in and, and host a home game. Anything is possible. Just XKG. And the Texans lost again to the Colts. Obviously, this is not a robbery either. Um, they were driving, and Kiki QT almost was in the end zone. Coughed the ball up. Darius Leonard knocked the ball from him, and yeah, that was the end of that. I just hope Deshaun Watson shook hands after that game. Although Deshaun Watson, he didn't play bad. 
He was uh, 33 of 41, 373 yards passing, two touchdowns, had about 27 yards rushing. It's just, you know, you ran up against a team that, and don't get me wrong, I believe they could have potentially beaten the Colts had it gone to overtime or something like that. However, however, it's just sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles. The Patriots, for the first time since 2008, are not going to be in the playoffs. They lost to the Dolphins 12-22. And Cam Newton is like, you know, I still got a lot left in the tank. I still I still do plan to play, even though he's going to be a free agent after this year. So, just got to wait and see. Also... The Seahawks beat the Washington football team 20 to 15. There was nothing too shabby about that game, except it went back and well, it was a defensive struggle the entire time. The Eagles and the Cardinals. Cardinals won 33-26 in a battle of quarterbacks who played at OU. Jalen Hurts was, you know, he played well. You know, of course, you know, him. At quarterback, you know, it's it's not going to always be, you know, he's not was not, not going to put up dazzling numbers or whatever. But twenty two or forty four is not bad. Three hundred thirty eight yards pass and three touchdowns, and he ran for sixty three yards as well with a touchdown. Kyler Murray, twenty seven to thirty six, four hundred six yards pass and three touchdowns. D Hop, who keeps making ridiculous catches, had nine catches for one hundred sixty nine yards receiving and one touchdown. Also, the uh, Titan, Titans beat the Lions 46-25. And Derrick Henry got stiffed arm. I mean, not sorry, he didn't get stiffed arm. He stiffed arm another person. And I'm just like, if you're going to run sideways with him, it's already over. If you're going to try to run in front of him to try to tackle him, it's over. And... If you're gonna run behind him, um, yeah, it's over. You can climb his back, but he may not go down. You may get carry into the end zone. Derrick Henry, 24 carries, 147 yards rushing, one touchdown, and obviously the stiff arm for the ages. Yeah, that hurt. It was funny, but it hurt. And the Jets, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Won a game, and yet they lost. They won 23-20 against the Rams. And I know Aaron Donald and them boys are frustrated. You know, Jared Goff, I don't know. He's in the Carson Wentz conversation. They both went one and two in the draft a couple of years ago. And I'm like, eh, you know, it's like you're kind of getting the same thing. From them, so Jets won a game, so now they are slated to be the number two pick in the this next NFL draft because the Jaguars. Thinks by by percentages, the Jets play are going to be playing better teams than the Jaguars will will be. So, also, Buccaneers played the Falcons, beat the Falcons thirty one twenty seven, and. 
like the Falcons, they they need to just get rid of their whole roster. They need to bring people in who who wants to win games and not blow leads. I even they need to get a quarterback. So that that's my take on it. Um, but Tom Brady looked like the old Tom Brady, thirty one of forty five, three hundred ninety yards passing, two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns went to Antonio Brown. Which I'm happy that he's hopefully, you know, keeping his head straight and not, you know, doing anything stupid. So all we can do is hope and pray that, um, you know, he, he makes smart decisions off the field as well as on the field, too. So let's see who else, who else, who else. All right. The game of the week. The Chiefs and the Saints. Chiefs won 32-29, and it wasn't a great game by Pat Mahomes, but it got the job done. Uh, He was 26-47, 254 yards passing, three touchdowns. Drew Brees obviously didn't play his best, but... He was 15-34, 234 yards passing with three touchdowns and a couple of interceptions as well. So, Monday night game, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns play, I'm sorry, I take that back, the Sunday night game. Yes, I'm, I corrected myself, y'all. The Sunday night game, the Browns and the Giants, Baker Mayfield, 27-32, 297 yards passing, two touchdowns. They won 20 to 3, 20 to 6. And also, the Monday night game. Man, the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Steelers 27 to 17 in a game where you're like, this can't be happening. And just watching the, the, the Pittsburgh Central offense, they look real lethargic. They look real like, like, they don't want to be out there. I know COVID has everybody all up in shambles and going through a lot. However, you, you, they're, they're paying you to play football. So get out there and play football. Get out there and do what you're supposed to do. So the uh, Pro Bowl selections are out. And I'm going to just give some names of some people you already know. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson are the quarterbacks that have been selected. Now, it's all going to change depending on who gets to the Super Bowl. Um, And I can assure you that Josh Allen – I'm sorry, I can assure you that Deshaun Watson is not going to the Super Bowl. Um, Kyler Murray is not going to the Super Bowl. And – it's a it's a toss up between the uh, the uh, the other four, so they do have the chance to get to a Super Bowl. So you got Dalvin Cook for running back, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Pat Rich- Richard, and Kyle Juszczyk. Um, Dalvin Cook is not going to the Super Bowl. Alvin Kamara is not going, and Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs is not going. So yeah. Wide receivers, um, Devontae Adams, D-Hop, D.K. Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, 
Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's not going to the Super Bowl. Keenan Allen not going to the Super Bowl. Um, D-Hop and Justin Jefferson are not going. No, not. Just saying. So, just naming some offensive players. You know, I guess we'll see. You know, no one else really cares about anything else. I mean, you got defensive players that are going, you know, like Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, Cameron Jordan, Brandon Graham, Chase Young, obviously Aaron Donald, obviously Fletcher Cox, T.J. Watt, Bradley Chubb, Matt Judon, Darius Leonard, Khalil Mack, Zadarius Smith, J.P.P., Jason Pierre-Paul, Bobby Wagner, Fred Warner, Xavier Howard, H-Town, baby, stand up. Out of my high school, Wheatley High School. Shout out to them Wheatley Wildcats, baby. Marlon Humphrey, Minka Fitzpatrick, Justin Simmons, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, who probably won't be there because they'll be in the Super Bowl. Um, Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, Marshawn Lattimore, Quandre Diggs, Buda Baker, and Jamal Adams. You know, just, just, just to name some people. So, yeah. Get ready. Get ready for the Pro Bowl for the players that's not going to be there. If if you on the if you are uh, on the Chiefs roster, you're probably not going to be playing in the Pro Bowl. And I know I was saying Super Bowl, but I meant Pro Bowl. Um. So college football, the latest. Gonzaga played Iowa this past weekend. Gonzaga won ninety nine eighty eight. Luca Garza. Man, still balling. 13 of 18 for 30 points, 10 boards. Jalen Suggs, 8 of 17 from the field, 7 of 10 from three-point line. He had 27 points. Um, I'm going to just nominate him as freshman of the year. Just throw it out there. Baylor beat Kansas State 169. St. Joseph beat – I'm sorry, St. Joseph lost to Villanova 88-68. Number 12, Wisconsin beat number 23, Louisville, 85-48. Man, they got manhandled. And Central Florida upset Florida State, 86-74. And one of the, the games of the year, although it didn't live up to its hype, UNC played Kentucky. UNC won 75-63. And, yeah, it's just been, like, I feel like the team's already in tur- tournament play. Because a lot of these teams that you're not hearing from are winning good games, and they feel like they're going to be they're, they can they're going to be confident enough to to win in the future. So, did you know, my American people, that 45 stole 617 million dollars from his supporters and gave it to his children and used it. For fake companies to hide the money. Like, isn't that amazing how the the person y'all claim y'all love and y'all support and do everything else that he's taking money? And please, don't try to defend him. He's about to be out of office in about 30-some days, maybe 40, depending on who's counting. So... I mean, but it's no surprise. He he trying to make up for him being in debt four hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. 
and y'all still love this man. So, Randy Moss, who I think is a who who I thought was a phenomenal player in in the NFL, tried to come after Jerry Rice and saying that that Randy Moss is the best wide receiver ever to ever do it. He puts himself number one. Terrell Owens number two and Jerry Rice number three. But what he said was putting all rings aside. No. No. Jerry Rice owned probably every statistical category at receivers you can possibly think of. And it stayed that way until Megatron came along. Like Randy Moss is like number two or number three in all these other wide receiver categories. Terrell Owens is number two in most of them. Megatron has a couple of them, but Jerry Rice is, is that guy. He has the most touchdowns ever. I'm sorry, at, at running back a wide receiver, because you can't say that the quarterbacks clearly have the most touchdowns because they pass it. So, but Jerry Rice got five rings. And he posted a picture on Instagram showing, oh, I thought Randy said something, showing his five rings. You are measured by championships. Period. Because, it, it, and it's in any sport. Especially, like, like, for instance, basketball. Charles Barkley was a great player. But you can't put him in the same category as Shaq because Shaq got four rings. And that, that's always a deciding factor. Whereas every time they argue on TNT. I got four rings. Kenny Smith got two. So, got a right to talk. So, young man, a young man by the name of Joshua Feast was killed December 9th by a police officer in, in, in Gabelson or Lamarck, I believe. And, and they're doing a vigil. They were doing a vigil for him. And of course, like I said, I always read comments of what people say about what happened when they when they don't know the truth. So, so he police officer, I guess, called his name or whatever, and he took off running. Like, I I don't care what somebody does in the past or whatever. If they've been convicted or something or, or whatever the case may be, like. If someone is in fear of their life, they're going to run. And the police officer, all he did was just shoot him. He didn't try to try to chase him down, try to do, you know, do anything. Regardless, regardless if the young man was convicted of something or did something in the past, he had, he had no right to lose his life. And one of the comments was maybe if he wasn't running, he wouldn't have got shot. No, maybe if the police officer wouldn't have had his hand on the trigger already to, ready to shoot and pull the trigger maybe the young man will still be alive today. But what's crazy is that this police officer have had complaints in the past. He was let go from the Galveston Police Department and he went right up the street to the Lamarck Police Department and got a job. And people were still complaining. Like, he's known all over Galveston for being a horrible cop. And yet, he still has a job. But but every 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 person that's black is, is, is a bad person. That's 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 crazy. That's asinine. Also, which I cannot seem to understand why there's so much hate toward blacks. Like, 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 like we just did some terribly terribly wrong because we're smart. We're better at anything that anyone could ever do, 
and yet they they find a way to hate us. So a, a young man by the name of Alfred Brown spent 12 years on death row for wrongly being convicted of killing a police officer. And now the state, yes, in Texas, ain't that something? All this is happening in Texas, by the way. Um, is is been the uh, the state does not want to compensate him for his twelve years of being on death row. Like you, you took away twelve years of this man's life for being wrongly convicted. But you got police officers who are out there just shooting, and they get put on administrative leave because we need to do an investigation to see what all that happened. Oh, which by the way, the police officer that shot and killed Joshua Feast, they have the body cam. It's been released, and yeah. Police officer already had his hand on the trigger. Come on now. We, we ain't all thugging in the street. We are more than criminals. We are more than imbeciles. So stop treating us like we're less than. Because you want to uplift yourself. Or you want to feel like you, you're superior. There are a lot of great blacks who have done a lot. And because you think that because one person does this or does that, you know, why don't y'all arrest in 45? Why don't y'all arrest in all these other sex offenders and things like that? But you're coming after somebody who, oh, because they've done something in the past, oh, he, he, he fit a description. Fit a description of what? What exactly? And I've been saying this till I'm blue in the face. And I'm going to keep saying it. So, final thoughts, and this is a Dear 2020, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, 2020, for messing it up for everybody. Like, just really messing it up for everybody. There are so many lives that were taken, not even going to count the number of covid but you, 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 you took people that we beloved, like we loved, like, like you took Kobe and Gigi and the seven other people that was on that plane, which the, the pilot shouldn't have been driving in that and there were complaints about him, but they still flew because they thought he could be trusted. Kobe, you took T'Challa, Black Panther. You, you took us being able to hug one another. So I'm going to say thank you, 2020. And yes, there's a little sarcasm behind it, but, but also there is also this thank you, 2020, for exposing or allowing us as people to tap in to what's inside of us to come forth. Like the, the biggest thing on the market right now is masks, masks being made and everybody's making them. My wife has made them. People that I've, I've known are, are making them. Like they're doing this, they're doing that. They're tapping into things that they didn't know they could do. Me instantly, me, me wanting to start a podcast, but didn't know how to do it, didn't know what to do. And I made it happen. I just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to just do it. You know, hope for the best, expect the worst. That's, I mean, that's, that's always what it is. Also, thank you for allowing, you know, marriages to thrive. 
I mean, yeah, there were people that was getting divorced, and yeah, there was domestic violence that's going on in relationships and things like that. But to be honest, like, it really exposed a lot of things that were in people. You know, thank you for, you know, allowing introverts to be somewhat of an extrovert because they they were used to, you know, being by themselves and things like that to where to the point where it's like, you know, hey, thank you that I get a chance to talk to other people, although it's virtually, you know, I, I get an opportunity to talk to other people where I don't have to see them. And once I, you know, leave, leave the chat, it's over with. Like, I can go back to doing what I've been doing. So thank you, 2020. Thank you for taking Alex Trebek, Regis Philbin. Thank you for somewhat uniting a nation because we are sick and tired of, as blacks in America, getting killed for no reason at all. Absolutely no reason at all. How is it that you shoot up someone's apartment and y'all are basically pointing guns at each other because you think there's something else going on and the and Breonna Taylor's boyfriend is saying that she's dead. She's dead. So y'all are basically pointing this little red, this red or green dot at each other thinking someone else is in there. You got to be kidding me. Like, that's crazy. I, I can't seem to understand that. Like, I, I started watching the documentary on it, and I had to stop watching because these police officers are idiots. Yes, I hate to say the word idiot, but jeez, they're idiots. So y'all pointing a gun at each other, and y'all thinking someone else is still alive in there, when clearly y'all did not listen to Breonna Taylor's boyfriend as he was trying to explain to y'all, and immediately y'all treated him like he was a criminal, he did everything, he complied with everything y'all asked him to do and y'all still treated him like a criminal. And he's trying to explain to y'all that she's dead in there. So I'm supposed to believe some police officer who all of a sudden has some sympathy in his heart? Nah, player. You did not use any judgment or you got a tip that y'all was at the wrong apartment. Like, come on. This is crazy. But hey, police officers have been killing us for years. They've been seeking dogs on us. And doing everything else is that now, even though it's being caught on camera, they're still getting put on administrative leave. I think that's crazy. George Floyd was laying there, screaming, yelling, saying, I can't breathe. And the police officer didn't move at all for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And you were more upset at about a young lady getting the, getting the Medal of Freedom Award for her bravery for recording it instead of having her help. But there were three other police officers out there and nothing was done. That's crazy. So, dear 2020, I say thank you again. Because us as blacks, most of us are coming together. And we're tired of this. Colonizers are trying to come together with us and trying to understand how, you know, you know, what's going on and things like that. Yeah, we need to have these conversations that they don't want to have because they are so afraid. 
to have these conversations. No, we need to have these conversations. Not worry about you being being uncomfortable with having these conversations. No, we need to have these conversations because they need to be had. Why is there so much hate towards us when most of the time we don't we don't want anything to do with you? We minding our business. We we are entitled to go to the grocery store just like everybody else. We are entitled to if we have a job that pays us a substantial amount of money that we can get whatever vehicle we want, live in whatever neighborhood we want, regardless of who thinks differently. What do they do to get this? They must be they must have drug money. No, they probably got a real job, probably a, a doctor, lawyer who makes stupid money and they can live where they want and have the car that they want. My uncle you know, he he lives in Third Ward and he has a few nice cars. But he he runs his own business. So like come on now. We we are entitled to live where we want to live, drive what we want to drive, and not be pulled over because we're black or because you think we got something going on. Could it be we just minding our own business and instead of coming after people because you think they, they shouldn't have this or they make more money than you, that that let me pull them over see if they got anything going on. They could just be on their way home and you want to question where they're going. That's none of your business. So, dear 2020, I say thank you. Thank you for showing us so much, for exposing so much. And also, thank you for showing us that as a country, we're still divided as a whole. Because there's absolutely no way after 140 million people voted, there was only a 5 million, 5 million voting difference in, in this election. So I'm signing up for the year. Um, I'll see y'all in the new year if the Lord delays his coming. And obviously y'all know music I play, I don't own the rights to it. So what you heard was Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder. Uh, it's a great song. Again, if, if I don't see y'all, well, to my Houston people, if I don't see y'all in the street and y'all listen to this, man, have a Merry Christmas, be safe, have a Happy New Year, and I'm signing off. Talk to y'all in, in 2021. Peace.